hidden in every storybook, upside down and backwards round, tucked within the afterward lie the secrets dark and true that fill the pages of the Book of Scary. Pig fainted and dreamed terrors. Nightmares of strange symbols spelled out in her brother's blood. Of tall, hairless creatures with large, rat-like claws. Of shadows that sucked her in like quicksand. But it was a prickly, tickly feeling that finally woke her. A feeling like a dozen tiny hairs were brushing just so against her cheek. Pig opened her eyes to a dim orange light and saw, perched upon her nose, a mouse in a long gray robe. Ah, awake at last. Good, good, said the mouse. His whiskers twitched as he smiled. I was beginning to worry. The mouse felt around her snout with his paws and then hopped down beside her upon the bed. How Pig wound up in a bed, she didn't know, but she hadn't the will to ask any questions now. She saw that her bed was in a humble room within a cave lighted by candles. Instead of walls, there were dull brown curtains, and she suspected by the sounds outside that her little curtained room was one of many. Brother Redfern, the mouse called to someone out of sight. I have good news. Our patient is awake. She'll be needing some hot dandelion tea, I should think. And bring that uh, scrap of cloth, if you would. The mouse turned back to her. Now, let's see here. I am Father Longtail. Do you know where you are? He asked, and then, chuckling to himself, answered his own question. Oh, no, of course you wouldn't. You, my dear, are in the hospital of the South Tunnel Abbey. Pig finally found her voice. Are you an elder mouse? She asked. But then a small white fox with ears like wings came through the curtain, carrying a cup of steaming tea. This he placed on the table beside her bed. Next to the tea, he put a torn piece of white fabric. Pig noticed a spot of what looked like blood on it. The fox's voice interrupted her thoughts. Father Longtail is not simply an elder mouse, he told her. He's one of the blind brothers. Why, the Goose Mother herself took their sight to keep them from evil, and in exchange granted them extraordinary wisdom. Uh, thank you, Brother Redfern, that will be all, said the Elder Mouse. To Pig he shook his head. Ah, bless them. The stories they tell themselves. Well, my sight was taken by a brain fever when I was still a pup. What else is a blind mouse to do but join the safety of the Abbey? The Goose Mother didn't make me a fool. Such is the life for most of us down here. We cannot, for one reason or another, serve the world above, and so we go below. Oh, said Pig, still thinking about the cloth. But then Longtail became very serious, and Pig feared what he had to say. You're a very lucky pigling, you are, said the mouse. We found you on cursed ground, where the ghosts of men are known to rise. With so much blood spilled, it's a wonder they didn't find you before we did. I am sorry about your brothers. They were your brothers, were they not? We have buried their remains. It pained Pig to think of her brothers, but she had no tears left to cry. I didn't think the ghosts of men were real, she said. Oh, they are very real and very dangerous, said Longtail. More dangerous than the wolves who attacked you. Their fear of the ghosts is likely why they did not stay to kill you. How did you know it was wolves? asked Pig. 
Oh, there is no mistaking their work, Pigling, Longtail told her. But there is also this bit of cloth left behind. Take it, please, and tell me what you see. Pig took the cloth with the blood spot and examined it up close. Embroidered on one corner was a strange insignia showing a black claw with its reverse in grey below it like a shadow. The symbol of the Master's Legion, Longtail explained. A vast army of wicked beasts spreading across the world like a plague. They follow the orders of a king they call Master. We do not know him, but it is at his command they kill and torture and destroy. From the stories I hear, his power is increasing. Do you know the scroll, child? Pig nodded. Then you know who we fear has come. You mean the Shadowbringer, don't you? Asked Pig. She felt the hairs of her chin stand up. We see no other possibility, said Longtail. Pig threw the blankets off and sprang from the bed. She found her cloak across a chair and pulled it on at once. Where are you going, Pigling? Asked Longtail. I have to get back home, Pig answered. My mother is all alone. And you think you can defend her against the Shadowbringer yourself? Asked Longtail. No, Pigling, no. You must not go home now. The way back is crawling with evil, and though you may be brave, you are but one, and you have no weapons, not even claws. But I can't just leave her there, Pig protested. I have to try. Listen to me, child, listen, said Longtail. It was no accident that you survived. You were meant to come to us, perhaps not to overthrow the Shadowbringer yourself, but each of us plays his part. My part is to go home now, Pig insisted. Thank you for taking care of me, but I have to go. Pig marched toward the curtain, but didn't make it far before a blood-curdling sight stopped her in her tracks. Showing through the curtain fabric was a silhouette she feared above all others. Had her throat not been choked by mortal dread, she would have screamed. A wolf. Here in this so-called safe haven, a wolf walking through the curtain at that very moment, and no one screamed or ran. Father Longtail was saying something to Pig, but she could make no sense of his words. All she could think was run. She must have been a frightening sight to behold, for the wolf's ears fell back and his tail ducked between his legs. I'm sorry, he said softly. I'll, I'll come back another time. Somehow, Pig got her legs working again, and she scrambled to the only place she could think of, under the bed. Oh my, said Father Longtail. It did not even occur to me. You're right, my boy. Let us give her a bit more time. It was only when Father Longtail returned hours later, promising her that the wolf was gone, that Pig came out to curl up wearily in the chair. I am sorry for the shock, said the Elder Mouse. Leap has been with us for so long that I sometimes forget he is wolf-kind at all. You mean he lives here? Pig asked in horror. Father Longtail smiled. Not every wolf is bad, my dear, he said. Some are, yes, but just as many are not. You lost much of your family to the very bad ones, I know. You may be surprised to learn that Leap did as well. Pig remained silent, but she was listening. In fact, Longtail continued, he was brought to us near death in much the same way you were, terrified, alone, having watched his parents die by the tooth and claw of the Legion. And like you, he is still a child. Even so, he has recovered remarkably well. He is too young to become a brother just yet, but he helps us track the Legion and find survivors in their wake. That is how we came by you, my dear. Pig felt very ashamed and agreed after being assured of no ill feelings to meet the young wolf again. 
It's all right, Leap assured her, tail ever so slightly wagging. I'm sorry for scaring you. I just heard that you wanted to go home, and I thought maybe I could help. I can run pretty fast, and Brother Jackalbeard says my teeth are as strong as any he's ever seen. He's seen all kinds of teeth. That is very kind of you, Leap, said Father Longtail. But I'm afraid no good will be served by sending either of you back that treacherous way. If you must leave the Abbey at all, I would much rather you go another way. It will not take you to your mother, little pigling, but you will be much more useful to her, and to all beast-kind, if you will hear what I have to say. The elder mouse invited the wolf and pig to sit, and when they did, he began to explain. The Shadowbringer's forces grew greater by the day, he told them. His soldiers left a trail of blood wherever they went, and soon the world would drown in it. A few kings had tried to rise against him, but they had been defeated, and many had since given up their authority to join with him. But far across the wide sea lay the Elephant Lands, where the mightiest of beast kind lived. It was hoped the evil of the Master had not yet reached them. The Rhinoceros King has always been a friend to the Order, said Longtail. If we could only reach him, his army and those of his allies might stand a chance against the evildoer. But we cannot trust the gulls to carry our messages any more. Too many of them have betrayed us. Pig swallowed hard. You want us to deliver a message, she said. Longtail shrugged. We need someone to deliver it. But no one has been brave enough. Pig looked to leap. If it would mean the end of the killing, she said. I'll protect you, no matter which way you choose to go, said Leap. And that was how Wolf and Piglet came to find themselves together on a tiny sailboat in the dark of night. With only a lantern, some fresh water, and some turnips, they sailed alone for the Elephant Lands. They knew not what they would find, but hope for what lay ahead was far better than the dread of what lay behind. Until a dark, hulking figure appeared through the mists on the moonlit horizon, it was massive, a behemoth of rotten wooden rags. Despite a gaping wound in her starboard side, she raced, tall and threatening, toward them. Ragged sails hung lifeless from skeletal masts, but the ship was alive, alive with the ghosts of men. 